Head to netsuite.com slash briefing now for their one-of-a-kind flexible financing program. Hello from CNN. I'm Krista Bowe with the five things you need to know for Friday, November 3rd. Israeli Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu says a temporary ceasefire won't happen in Gaza until all the hostages Hamas took are freed. Despite international criticism growing, Israel continues its deadly and destructive airstrikes on Gaza following Hamas's terror attack. U.S. Secretary of State Antony Blinken visited Israel today to press Israeli leaders on its ongoing offensive, saying more needs to be done to protect Palestinian civilians. Blinken said pauses can facilitate aid to get in and hostages to get out. He said Israel has a right to defend itself, but said how it does so matters. It matters because it's the right and lawful thing to do. It matters because failure to do so plays into the hands of Hamas and other terror groups. Hezbollah's leader spoke publicly today for the first time since the war broke out and praised Hamas's deadly terror attack. Hassan Nezrallah also called for a ceasefire in Gaza and warned clashes at the Israel-Lebanon border have a realistic possibility of escalating into a broader Middle East conflict. Listen to the latest episode of CNN's Tug of War podcast to get more context on his speech. The Supreme Court is going to reconsider a Trump-era ban on bump stocks. Those are accessories for semi-automatic rifles that allow shooters to fire bullets more rapidly, potentially hundreds per minute. The Trump administration banned bump stocks after the 2017 Las Vegas shooting, when a gunman used semi-automatic weapons with bump stocks to kill 58 people and wound hundreds more from his hotel room. To enforce the ban, the ATF reclassified bump stocks as machine guns. The National Firearms Act banned machine guns made after 1986, meaning all bump stocks were banned. Challengers say the ATF exceeded its authority by reclassifying the devices, and federal appeals courts have been split on the legality of the move. But the Supreme Court's decision to take up the case comes as the country is still reeling from the deadliest mass shooting of the year in Maine, with President Joe Biden visiting the state today. Today, a judge sentenced a former Trump State Department appointee to almost six years in prison for his violent role in the Capitol riot. A former Capitol Police officer said during Federico Klein's sentencing that the ex-Marine assaulted him with the police riot shield. Prosecutors suggested Klein attacked the Capitol that day to try to keep his job as a political appointee if Trump stayed president. Klein's lawyer said his actions weren't a betrayal of his military and government service, but was part of attending a protest turned wrong. Speaking of January 6th-related legal challenges, if some voters in Colorado and Minnesota get what they want in court, former President Donald Trump could be taken off the state's ballots next year for his role in allegedly inciting the January 6th riot. The 14th Amendment's insurrection clause is at the center of those legal challenges, but both cases are still seen as a long shot. Republican Congressman George Santos says he would absolutely run for office again in 2024, even if he gets kicked out of Congress. Santos has pleaded not guilty to 23 federal charges, including wire fraud and money laundering. He has admitted to lying about parts of his biography, though, like attending college. But he told CNN that he doesn't think New York voters would care about that in a general election. Nobody elected me because I played volleyball or not. Nobody elected me because I graduated college or not. People elected me because I said I'd come here to fight the swamp. Santos survived a measure to remove him from the House this week, but the House Ethics Committee still needs to release its findings on the indicted congressman, and that could lead to another vote to expel him. Coming up, how the world is remembering Friends star Matthew Perry. The Matthew Perry Foundation has been established in honor of the late Friends star. 
The goal is to help people struggling with addiction, taking donations at MatthewPerryFoundation.org. Perry was open about his efforts to recover from drug and alcohol abuse throughout his life in his 2022 memoir. And in interviews, he said he tried to help other people with their addictions. Here's what Perry told interviewer Tom Power last year. I would like to be remembered as somebody who uh, lived well, loved well, was a seeker. And his paramount thing is that he wants to help people. All right, that's all for now. I'm Krista Bowen. Our next episode drops at 10 p.m. Eastern. Till next time. Over 37,000 companies have already made the move to NetSuite. Backed by popular demand, NetSuite has extended its one-of-a-kind flexible financing program for a few more weeks. Head to netsuite.com briefing. netsuite.com briefing.